Hello everyone, this is Brenda Lopez. The date is December the 10th, 2020. In today's podcast, we will be conversing about the role that slavery had on U.S. economics. As many of us know, the founding father, Thomas Jefferson, wrote the Declaration of Independence, a document that marked the beginning of self-government in America when the 13 colonies declared independence from British rule. In the Declaration of Independence, Thomas Jefferson wrote the revolutionary words, All men are created equal. We wonder why Thomas Jefferson wrote this very important document if he, as the video by the YouTube channel and stripped voice mentions, that Jefferson owned about 175 slaves and had children with him. This is a quote that has been studied for a long time now by social scientists and that has been interpreted in various ways. If we interpret the declaration literally, then all men, including slaves, should be free. But they're not, and so then that means that the slaves are not part of humanity. Keep in mind that slaves were in fact considered property. So this is definitely showing that the Founding Fathers were hypocrites and had a double standard. Another interpretation of the Declaration of Independence is by scholar Jack Rakove of Stanford University. Rakove says that when Jefferson wrote that all men are created equal in the preamble of the Declaration, he was not talking about individual equality. What he really meant was that the American colonists had the same rights of self-government as others and therefore could declare independence, create a new government and assume their separate and equal station among other nations. He then says that after the revolution succeeded, Americans interpreted that quote in a very different way, which was that everyone had individual equality, that everyone and every member of a deprived group could claim for him or herself. So a lot of it comes down to how the declaration is interpreted. If, in fact, slaves were considered part of humanity, then the Founding Fathers were hypocrites and they went against what they said because money was more important to them than the lives and liberty of human beings. Hey guys, it's Eve Hill here. Um, And seeing as we already know the hypocrisy is rampant here, let's now take a closer look. Why, despite having an apparent longing for freedom of all men, quote-unquote, were only some men afforded that right? The main question in this podcast. And I think I have an answer to it. Of course, there was an obvious presence of racism in this subject. A lot of people felt that slavery was institutionally and morally correct and didn't feel the need to look any past that. But if you really look closely, you'll find that although these reasons weren't completely ethical, they did have a base level of logic, that logic being economics. So for the purpose of this conversation, we're going to pretend racism wasn't a core aspect of slavery, simply to put the spotlight on the economic aspect of the practice. The slave trade began in Portugal in the early 16th century. Over a course of a couple centuries, more countries joined and slave labor became a huge source of trade. Eventually, very heavy on the eventually, the practice was banned and America joined in on that. Interestingly enough though, America decided to banned the practice of slave trading, reluctantly I should add, but did not want to ban slavery, their reasons being mostly economic. They knew that by that time, the country as a whole had developed a dependency on the labor and would not survive on the emancipation of said labor. This was the first instance of logical fallacy. Although one could see the reasoning within the expectations, it's still very weird how they got rid of the trade but didn't trash the institution altogether. But that statement alone speaks volumes. Slavery was, at the end of the day, an institution, meaning that it held a pivotal position in the state of not only the American economy, but the state of the nation overall. 
So we already know that slave labor was extremely important. The main cash crop was cotton, which was a pain to harvest prior to the invention of the cotton gin. After this machine was introduced, cotton became one of the biggest products economically and enslaved people were the ones planting and harvesting it for no pay, making the profit of the seller potentially limitless. Let's think about that. If you're not paying your workers, you can potentially make a lot of money. In a more real-world example, take Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos pays his workers, but they pretty much get paid minimum wage and don't have a lot of room to build up from that. So as a result, he makes a lot of money and keeps a lot of profit because he does not have to pay a lot of his workers a lot of his money. So being that the South had more favorable conditions for the crop, they produced most of the country's supplies. Most of the cotton came from the South. Meaning, this meant that Northerners, although many of them did not engage in slavery or despise the idea altogether, were dependent on the king crop for, such, for things such as clothing. So now that we know the amount of dependency present in the time of slavery, let, let's take a look at the logical connections of one of the main reasons the, found, the founding fathers hypocritically went against their own words. We can see that this was not only because they simply held no humanity for black people, period, but also because their greed caused them to be extremely dependent on the very people they didn't respect, or sort of karma, you could call it. This also, in turn, made them dependent on the crop that those people, that said people, harvested and, and planted for them. According to a, but according to an article by, by the Business Standard, many see that the U.S., particularly the South, succeeded in triumphants of slavery rather than um, use slavery as a downfall. A lot of people think that the, slave, that the slave trade became, the slave trade and slavery as an institution caused the country to form a huge crutch. And that was the reason the South um, was led to its demise because of the crutch built by slavery. But some argue if you look at it economically, they purposefully built up this dependency and they succeeded in spite of it rather than demise because of it. But we can conversate about it all day. What it all comes down to is that the founding, the founding fathers were very hypocritical in saying that all men are created equal because no men were created equal except for rich white men. And this can be tied to the economic status of the country and the economic dependencies it formed, not only on slavery, but on the slaves themselves.